Welcome to Diary of a Sheep Dairy Farmer, where we talk all things dairy sheep, from breeding to lambing to milking and everything in between and outside. I'm your host, Becca, owner, operator, and glorified farmhand of Hidden Hollow Sheep Dairy. Welcome back, guys. I wish I could say that this week was a calm week for me, but I would be lying. I have been busy with bookwork, fixing fence, watching my sheep get fatter by the day, chasing sheep back home, and having a lamb that was not anticipated. That is two weeks early. I apparently had an oops, and I'm still trying to figure out how that oops happened. We also had some people come onto the farm that weren't supposed to be here, and they proceeded to leave a couple of gates open, one gate open and two gates untied, actually. And so my sheep went on a walkabout to the neighbor's farm. Thankfully, they are easy to get home, and we have now chained all of our gates with a padlock to deter people from entering when they aren't supposed to. So not only did they leave gates open that aren't supposed to be open, they also have made a racetrack out of a couple of our pastures and ruined the grass that was growing there. So now I am working on finding some cameras to set up and hopefully catch whoever is trespassing onto our land. I think I know who one of the people is, but I know for sure there's two and I'm not 100% sure who the second one is. But that is going to be an ongoing project and we will, it will eventually be dealt with. So we also took the last of our spring and summer lambs to the sale and started to tear down the barn in prep for cleaning out before lambing. It is a process. Plan to go in depth a little bit about what we do to prepare for lambs and what you can do as well as go through like my lambing kit and stuff. But for this week, let's talk about predators. It's kind of been on my mind just due to the trespassing issue we've had. And thankfully, they haven't brought any dogs over that have been getting into my sheep. But that is always a concern when people come onto your property. It's not a fun subject and no one wants to admit that their sheep were killed by a wolf, coyote, fox, or eagle. Yeah, I said eagle. I would have never thought that eagles were an issue with sheep until 2021 when we lost 123 lambs to a breeding pair of bald eagles and their two babies. It was a free-for-all and I ended up losing. It took way too long for us to figure out what was killing our lambs and when we did figure it out, no one wanted to believe us. When we first found our lambs that had like little BB size holes in them. We thought we've got a couple of um, not so great neighbor kids that we thought maybe had been out taking pot shots at our sheep because they're those kind of people. It wasn't. It was the eagles. And three years later, we are still fighting the government over compensation for the lambs. We have been paid, but only for 12 of the 123 lambs. That's the government for you. Once we went public with our lambs killed by eagles, I couldn't believe how many people, especially in Washington and Oregon, commented on how bald eagles were a huge problem for their lambs there. We ended up having to change how we do things when it comes to lambing. In the past, we always put moms and lambs out on pasture once they hit about six weeks old. We can no longer do that. It's just ringing the dinner bell for the bald eagles to swoop down and kill the little lambs. The first year after it happened, we weaned our lambs at 30 days and sent them to our friend's place. That didn't work out so great for us. 
We weren't able to feed the lambs what they needed, so they were not healthy and they got a little stunted in growth. The next year, we waited until the lambs were two months old and sent only what we planned to sell to our friends. It worked out much better. We had a plan, we knew what worked and what didn't work, and we were able to feed them a little bit better. You know, I'm, I'm a big advocate for sheep out on pasture, which was fabulous at their place. The first year we just took way too many sheep and we didn't have any kind of grain for them, any kind of supplements, anything like that. The second year we did. So it worked out a whole lot better. And this year we plan to do the same, but have more pasture around our own barnyard and house where we can have the lambs out on pasture for longer. The eagles really only seem to go for the lambs when they're out back on the 80 acres around our pond. It's been a learning experience, no doubt. Here on the farm, besides the bald eagles, we also have golden eagles that show up in the winter. Thankfully, they have not bothered our sheep at all, and the two instigators of the 2021 disaster have made our farm their home. Having bald eagles here is not new to us. We usually have some every summer, and then they leave come fall. But this pair lives here year-round. We can't get rid of them. And since they are protected, and I really don't want to spend five years in jail, we can't get rid of them by normal means that we would usually get rid of a predator, such as coyotes. We used to have a huge coyote problem. They were so brazen, they would enter our shop if we left overhead door open and poop inside. When we switched from cattle to sheep, I tried to convince my husband that we needed a big white dog. Pyrenees, Akbash, Anatolin, you get the idea. I showed him pictures of livestock guardian dogs and watched Craigslist daily, but he wasn't convinced. Thankfully, we didn't lose any sheep to coyotes that first year, and I think the main reason was because we only had a couple of them, and they were pretty close to where activity was going on all the time. But by year two, I had him convinced. We got our first LGD and he was in pretty rough shape. We took off over a hundred live ticks from him and I couldn't tell you how many dead ones. He got a bath and the full treatment of dewormer, flea and tick care, and even a shave, which normally we wouldn't do, but he needed it. For our first LGD, he was the best. I always knew when a ewe was lambing because he would jump the fence and lay beside her watching and protecting. When he died, I was devastated. We had two other guardians by the time he passed, but they just weren't the same. He was the one who got rid of the coyotes. In one summer, he took out a whole group of them. And it wasn't until this year when they returned. Eight years without coyotes is a pretty good run. And I think the only reason they showed back up this year is because his replacement died this past summer. So what other predators can we expect when we have sheep? Foxes, they seem to be a pretty big one. Thankfully, they won't usually take a bigger sheep, but they are hell on lambs. Foxes are pretty wily, and most of the time, you won't know they are there until it is too late and you have lost lambs. How about wolves? If you're lucky, you don't have an issue with wolves. We thankfully don't, but I know other sheep farmers who have issues with wolves who run their sheep in the mountains. How about bears, bobcats, and mountain lions? Of the three, we have had two of those on our farm before. The mountain lion was years ago when we still had cattle. We never actually saw it, just its tracks. 
and thankfully we didn't lose any of our animals. We're pretty sure it was just passing through. It didn't actually make its home here. And this year we had our first bobcat on the farm. I've only seen him once this summer, but we found tons of tracks. Hopefully he'll move on by spring. Bears have never been an issue here and I hope they never are. We don't actually really live in bear country, but I do know people that do and um, you can keep your bears, thank you. So what can you do to combat these predators? The obvious answer would be just shoot them. But that opens a whole nother issue. Here in Idaho, you need a permit to hunt or trap many things, including predators like wolves, bears, bobcats, and mountain lions, even if they are taking out your livestock. Now, you could get the USDA, United States Department of Ag, or APHIS, which is the Animal and Plant Health Inspection Service, involved, and see if they will help you remove the problem. I will tell you from my own experience, they won't do anything for bald eagles or any other federally protected animal, which is why we are still dealing with our breeding pair of bald eagles on our property and doing our best not to feed them our lambs. If you don't want to hunt or trap the predators, I suggest a livestock guardian dog. Now granted, our LGDs are worthless when it comes to the bald eagles, but they don't hesitate to jump at hawks and smaller birds of prey. I have actually seen them track the golden eagles that show up in the winter, so I'm not sure if the bald eagles intimidate them for some reason, or if they too don't want to spend five years in jail for taking them out. But for other predators, they are great. Like I said, before our LGDs, we had a huge coyote problem and it went away when we got our livestock guardian dogs. This year was a rare exception to the coyotes, but our remaining two dogs have dealt with the issue. They are great for chasing down raccoons that have gotten into our chickens, otters that have gotten into our fish pond, foxes and coyotes that have crossed our property. I would really like to get another bonded pair for our sheep, but I'm not sure how that will fly with my husband. He's pretty content with the ones we have right now. Doesn't seem to matter what kind of livestock you have. Sheep, goats, cattle, horses, chickens, pigs, predators will always be an issue. In a perfect world, we wouldn't have to worry about protecting our animals from outside trouble. It would be easily dealt with. It's times like these, reflecting on what went wrong and what could have go gone wrong, that I envy those who house their animals inside all the time. In time, you will come to understand how big of an advocate I am for pasturing your sheep. Do I realize that isn't possible for everyone? Of course. But because I have dealt with sheep in both a barnyard setting where they are confined and out in pasture where they have acres and acres to roam and seen the difference in growth, temperament, and overall health of the sheep, I will always advocate to put my sheep on pasture even when I have to deal with the predators. Dealing with predators is a downside to having animals. The first year we had chickens, they got wiped out by a family of raccoons. The second year it was skunks. Now we have what we hope is a predator deterrent of a chicken coop, and it has been two years in the making, so I'm crossing my fingers that it will work. So what if it's not a wildlife predator, but a neighborhood dog that's attacking your animals? In 2022, we had about a dozen of our ewe lambs attacked and killed by dogs. Just two, and we think we know who they belonged to, 
but without proof, we couldn't go around accusing them. Will your livestock guardian dogs take down other dogs? In my case, that's an absolute yes. My dogs just got there a little too late. We have to be really careful about introducing new dogs to our guardian dogs. They will take a dog down without a second thought, especially if they are near the sheep and our dogs think they are going to be an issue. If you can't tell, livestock guardian dogs are my number one pick for protecting your livestock. But I do realize it is not realistic for everyone. They need room to roam and don't do well confined. So you may not have the space for an LGD, or you may not want to put up with their wandering issues and phone calls from the neighbors. I totally get that. We have dealt with that several times. Dealing with predators isn't as simple as people like to pretend. I watched a video a while back where a couple wolves got into a herd of cattle. The rancher was there and had his shotgun. The comments were brutal between telling him he should have shot the wolves right away. They were in the middle of his herd, people. I wouldn't take the chance of shooting one of my cows by mistake either. To telling him his cows shouldn't have been in that area if he knew wolves were around. Like we can read minds where predators will be at a certain time. To people telling him he shouldn't have cows if he can't protect them. I mean, really, come on. As livestock owners, we try to do our best to take care of our animals, but sometimes even our best efforts aren't enough to save them all, no matter how hard we try. And it's devastating as a livestock owner, as a farmer or a rancher to lose any animal. Doesn't matter if it's to a predator, doesn't matter if it's to natural causes. It's just you accept it as part of life, but you don't have to like it. I sure don't. All right, guys, I am going to wrap this one up here. I appreciate you all being here and thank you for your support. I would be ever so grateful if you would leave a review or share this podcast with your dairy sheep loving friends. Anything to get the word out. As always, you can find me on Instagram at Diary of a Sheep Dairy Farmer. And if you want to follow the chaos around the farm, you can find me on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok at Hidden Hollow Sheep Dairy. Thanks for being here, guys. We'll talk to you again next week.